Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. There's no shortage of action going on with our partners over at BetOnline.ag. The sports world is slowly moving its way back with the NBA announcing its return in late July. But right now, UFC, boxing, NASCAR, and international soccer have all resumed play. And BetOnline.ag has the best odds and lines for their upcoming games and matches. Need more? BetOnline has simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC happening live every day for our devout gamblers to check out. BetOnline has also offered hundreds of live casino games, poker tournaments, and the best props in the business. Visit BetOnline.ag on your computer or mobile device and join now to receive your welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag, your online wagering experts. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. I'm Alex. And I'm Ruben. I'm Tim. And uh, we are back after a very different episode last week. Um, I hope that you guys really enjoyed that. Like I said at the end of last week's episode, or at the beginning, that just because we had this one-off does not mean that the fight is over for uh, Black Lives Matter and for our involvement in that movement. But what we're going to do at this point is just kind of have a little bit of fun for you guys um, and answer some of your questions and then have a fan pod. So let's just jump into it, Ruben. All right. So the biggest news this week (laughs) happened over this weekend. Uh, Was it Friday night? Um, You know, getting news about a conference call that happened uh, between um, some of the about what I think 200 players it was. Uh, it said roughly 100 players. Oh, let me see. Yeah. According to ESPN, it was roughly 100 or 80, players. Yeah, 80 plus players, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the biggest news coming out of this is... Um, is the Kyrie uh, Irving is a shithead? I mean, the, he's vice president of the, you know, of the you know, Player Association. Like, I kind of... Mm-hmm. Like, so basically what he was saying, um, it's not just him. It was Chris Paul was on the call, Kevin Durant, Carmelo Anthony... Uh, Donovan Mitchell, uh, some some names, um, you know. From what I understand is that because I have the Shams article mm-hmm. pulled up from the Athletic, um, or you know, uh, Shams writes, "I don't support going to Orlando." Irving told the players, "I'm not with the systemic uh, racism and the bullshit." Dot dot dot. Something smells a little fishy. Whether we want to admit it or not, we are targeted as a black man every day. Uh, every day we wake up, um, you know. And from kind of what I've been reading about this uh, through ESPN, through the Athletic, uh, 
I know Bleacher Report also had an, had an article up about it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, talking about how for them right now, like, yeah, they're talking about COVID and stuff like that. That's still a huge issue, obviously, but that wasn't really at the forefront of a lot of people, a lot of the players, you know, minds at the moment. Um, okay, that's interesting because the yeah. ESPN article had a completely different take on it. Yeah, I mean, so, and that was a Woj's, was that Woj's article that you read? I, I think it was, yeah. It, so, and it did not yeah. mention Irving saying that at all. Uh, I'm not saying that it didn't happen, obviously. Yeah. There are going to be competing storylines story that yeah. come out of that. But from what I could tell, the talk, there was talk about racism. And that player, some players wanted to go because they felt like it was an opportunity to put a microphone to the issues that are happening right now where Kyrie was like, I'd just rather do stuff in the community. And and then it was just left at that. So I, I obviously none of us can speak to the validity of any of these statements, but uh, I, I didn't see that part of Irving saying that, but even if he did, I don't know where he's coming from exactly. Yeah. Well, you can always, Oh, go ahead, Tim. You can you can really see the argument from both sides here. I mean, if they go back and play, and I think the NBA more than any other league, as we've seen, is going to give these guys the platform to promote their ideas and to take a stand and do things that you know support this entire movement. So mm-hmm. from that standpoint, what better platform could you have? Because that's going to be the biggest platform kind of on television going and the most public one. On the other side. Dwight Howard came out with a statement today that kind of agreed with Kyrie, just like, you know, this this movement, the Black Lives Matter movement and everything that's going on right now needs to be the number one headline. If the NBA is going on, is it going to stay number one? Well, so it depends I, on... So I see it from both sides. Yeah. It, it depends on where you're getting your news, because CNN is not going to be talking about the NBA. Yeah, ESPN will. ESPN exactly. will. Is ESPN talking CNN, about Black Lives Matter that much? CNN no. will be talking about CNN will be talking about the NBA if there's if there's Black, kneeling yeah. or if there's if there's right. in the air or if there's if there's statements being made before every single game. That's where you get the national attention on it. Right, right. So you take the normally just sports attention and you make it a national platform. And to talk about yeah. to talk about these issues, and then that's how you get on CNN and Fox News and yeah, and whatever else, and not just on ESPN and your local channels. So I don't understand that argument. Um, but also, like half of the people that have been in this weird ass call are washed players in general, and players that aren't going to be going to Orlando anyway. Which just makes me doubly confused as to why this conversation is happening. And players that aren't really in contention for a title, so they right. don't feel it's yeah. extremely necessary for them to be there. Right, right. Um, the other thing that I was going to bring up is something that was brought up in the ESPN article, which I think is a very important point to make, which is if the players refuse to go play in Orlando, the NBA board of governors the teams would cancel the season which would make players lose even more money which directly hurts players on minimum and non-guaranteed contracts more 
than players like Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Um, that was kind of just Austin Rivers point too. Yeah. Not yeah, just oh, yeah, that. Think... Yeah. Not just that, but the NBA can cancel the CBA after, yeah. after, yeah, a, is, yeah. a, after a canceled season. And, and how that fucks up everything for, right. you know, players down the line or can fuck up more likely mm-hmm. will fuck up things down the line for a lot of these players. Right. Right. Because then the up. players have no bargaining position. They're in a lock. They're in a lockout after a canceled season with no championship, with threats of COVID all around. What what are what are the board of governors going to do? They're fucking billionaires. They're going to do whatever it takes to hold on to their money. And when you so have looking, no collective yeah. bargaining power to fight against that, you're losing players billions of dollars by not playing yeah. the remainder of the season. Yeah, and yeah. so I'm looking and, uh, at. Oh, sorry. What's a canceled, a canceled CBA, and that throws everything into labor negotiations. That puts 2021 at huge jeopardy, too. Yeah, right. There's a major risk there. I mean, you're seeing all the shit that's happening with the MLB right now and mm-hmm. how they're nowhere near a deal because of their bargaining between the uh, MLB and the MLBPA. That puts the NBA in the exact same position. And I have more faith in the NBA and their players to come to an agreement, but we've seen shortened seasons, lockout seasons. We've lived through all that. So you're not just canceling this season, next season's in big jeopardy too. And not just that, but your ability to bargain is hurt greatly uh, as well on the player's side. Because missing a season and a half kills a lot of these guys. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That's a Yeah. And I'm looking at, I'm looking at the article and it says, so like, you know, Carmelo Anthony, apparently he stressed unity, you know, having, make sure that all the players came together and like whatever, mm-hmm. what was agreed upon, like that would be like what they go with, like in totality, like the entire, you know, NBA, all the players. Um, CJ McCollum was there apparently and he was saying how, um, you know, players need to be prepared for financial dip, you know, if they chose not to play. Um, and of course, like I said earlier, like again, owners ripping up the CBA because uh, that's more like going to happen if, Right. Like nothing can be agreed upon. Um uh what else was said? Um Dwight Howard said that um you know Orlando apparently playing in Orlando will become a distraction uh for the for the issues facing the country, which again for me I don't think that'd be a distraction. I think that would if anything amplify, you right. know, depending on how people were doing their protesting the way, you know, whatever whatever players are doing that. Um Donovan Mitchell put up a brought up a really good point. Um and not really so much about anything going on, more just about, um, you know, kind of just being thrown in there. Um, I guess because from their understanding is that it would immediately go into, you know, playing five on five, you know, com- competitive environment. Um, and he's saying there would be a big risk, you know, just to just jump in there. And of course, like Donovan Mitchell also has, he's out, he's up for a, uh, a contract extension coming up. Mm-hmm. So I think for him and a lot of players who, you know, um, you know, who got drafted a couple years ago now, like who are up for these contracts, I can totally see like why they're like, Hey, like I don't want to go risk like a serious injury. Cause I wasn't able to, you know, correctly practice or whatever. Like, you know, I immediately go into that. Um, I'm keep reading this stuff, man. Like the more, like, and I, I realize like now, like obviously like Woj had had Woj has his, like his agenda. Right. Well, but yeah, so does so Shams, Shams, yeah. You know? yeah, exactly. You know, like, so, you know, like, it's going to be, he said this, he said this, he said that, you know, just like, 
it kind of depends on like just kind of like what is brought out to you know brought out for us um well and, and again, not only said, on agendas yeah. but it's also about the players that are talking to these two guys because they have different player sources yeah they do again like um and, and so from what i can tell the player sources that talked to Woj were probably more skeptical of the entire idea where the player sources that talked to Shams were probably like, hell yeah, let's fucking do it. Let's cancel the season. You know what I mean? That's what it seems like. Is it, you know, who, I have a feeling that Kyrie who, Irving was Shams source. Like, I think so too. I think, Ky- I think <laughs> it's funny because it's almost like game of zones where it's, Oh my God. Kyrie on one side and LeBron on the other side. And, you know, because LeBron's been kind of the one who's like, hey, like, let's play, let's play, let's play. Like, yes. Like, you know. Um, I'd, be, I'd be really curious to see just how many guys are in Kyrie's ear and how many people he actually thinks he's speaking for with his position in the players' union. Because as weird of a cat as he's been in the past and mm-hmm. he's kind of had just these far out there thoughts, I don't think he's the kind of guy that would go rogue on this and just decide to speak for 100 players on his own. I think there's got to be. Are you sure? At least because a he's lot of guys. definitely said some stuff that made absolutely no sense, and he didn't care at all. I just, I'm not sure how you get put in that position that high up in the players' association if you're the kind of person that would do that to his own players. You know, I think, I think he's got to be a lot more popular amongst the players than he really is amongst fans, or he at least has. Unless you're, their unless respect. you're Grant. Unless you're Grant, That's yeah. True. Yeah. <laughs> he at least has their respect to a level that, you know, he kind of gets roasted on Twitter and stuff, but mm-hmm. I think a lot of guys do listen to him, and, you know, I think he has those relationships. Again, I don't have his phone. I have no idea, so maybe he is just going rogue and... Well, I mean, he's not going completely rogue. Best, Otherwise, but... 80 to 100 players would not have been on the call. True. But... Then, you know, social media feels but, like, oh, I can, yeah. Uh, my point's like, not necessarily that he's going. I mean, he is going rogue because he said that he was going to agree with whatever the players' union decided, and he voted. Yeah. He had his chance, and voted to continue the season, and then after voting to continue the season, pulls a stunt like this, and and that's detrimental to a players' union to any union. Well, I mean, like, do we know what the uh, what the voting? It was 28 to nothing. Oh, was it? Okay. Cool. Players Union voted 28 to nothing to continue the season. And Kyrie was one of those votes. Okay, cool. And and according to the Woj article, did not bring up any concerns in the NBA PA meeting before deciding to move forward with the season. When did that vote take place? Last Friday last friday all right so, or, 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 i'm yeah. sorry things things or the friday after friday before yeah okay so basically yeah, he were we already at the he, point where things were kind of popping off yeah we were already at the point that things were popping off and Kyrie voted to restart the season and then immediately turned around and started this rogue display of gathering players to change his mind and that's what I, yeah. I wouldn't say concerns me so much because I like it's not going to change the fact that the season's going to restart. And I don't know why we're having this conversation. Because 
other other than the racism side of things, which I think we had a productive conversation on, what other conversation is there to have other than, hey, this fucks over the players very badly in every possible way? There was that one weird story that said that the employees, like the Disney employees, not the actual team employees or players, were going to be allowed to, like, come in and go into work as they please and do whatever on their off time. That kind of defeats the purpose of the whole thing, right? Well, so if you – I've been reading a lot of the Twitter from – trying to remember his name at the moment uh and i can't for the life of me but he's a he's a a national writer and also is a former disney world employee and has a lot of disney world sources let me go look it up real quick because i'm gonna feel bad for not saying who it is keith smith and oh, okay. and he was talking about that Disney has not decided on what they're going to do when it comes to their what do they call it Imagineers or their staff? Yeah, yeah, their staff. <laughs> and, Sorry, it's weird hearing Imagineers said out loud. <laughs> right, right. I I don't I forget what Disney staff is called. It's called something different than staff. Yeah. Um, so there have been ideas put out there and there have been ideas that like does Disney staff need to be in the bubble alongside the NBA players or can there be other restrictions put on the staff that aren't put on personnel NBA personnel because Disney is not beholden to how the NBA decides to handle their staff and the NBA is not beholden to how Disney handles their staff. They have to agree, but they don't have to do the same thing. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. And oh, no, I, just, I guess I thought I guess I thought as a part of this that agreement had kind of already been reached. But I suppose not. No, the it, it's one of those weird things where like they've agreed that they're going to do this and now it's a matter of getting the details done of how exactly they're going to do this. So you agree to the largest swaths of things like, okay, the NBA is going to bring back 22 teams. These are the amount of players and staff that the NBA is going to bring to Disney. These are the hotels that uh, the NBA and Disney has agreed upon. And this is the bubble zone that the NBA and Disney has agreed upon. Now let's iron out the details on actual people. And and all that. Oh man, I mean, we're gonna have a lot to talk about up until July thirty-first. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, there's gonna be a lot going on. I think in the next it's gonna be weeks. a lot of moving parts. But yeah. the one what thing imagine, I will say yeah. is that the NBA is coming back. That 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 ship has already sailed. Yeah. The NBA is these, coming uh, back July thirty-first. When are the little training camps supposed to start? the team sites mid-july like getting a july yeah i was like yeah oh no mid-July. at at the team no. sites yeah i thought they were gonna start training it they're they're starting God, I've, I've read so much contradictory info here so they're starting training at their team sites like now supposedly they're supposed yeah. to 
Like, I know Luca has to it's, be back by, like, yeah. by tomorrow. So. Yeah, Luca has to be back in Dallas by tomorrow. Um, individual workouts are allowed at the moment. Team workouts are not. I think they're giving two weeks after international players come back, or players that have been traveling internationally, I should say. Yeah. So that would be the end of June to early July is when team workouts begin. And then... Yeah, and then, like, a week after that, teams start making their way to the Disney bubble. And then they have, like, three weeks inside the Disney bubble before games start. Games actually start, yeah. Because part oh, of being, part of the training yeah. camp inside the Disney bubble is going to be scrimmages against teams. Man. Yeah. I mean, hopefully everything, I think everything will get sorted out soon, sooner than later, I feel like. It's so, just, it's still weird to I me so. that players that yeah. aren't even going to be there are the ones that are leading the cause of nobody should go. I mean, like, I, so for me, like, I still feel like it's like, okay, like, obviously, like, Kyrie Irving is, you know, VP. So now he's thinking, okay, like, this could end up being really bad. Like, again, like, mm-hmm. I know, like, in... in um, but why didn't he bring that up in the actual conversation that was meant for it? I don't know, dude. Sometimes I, sometimes I forget to bring up important stuff in meetings. But, you know, for, you know, so the other thing is also, like, there have been, you know, 2,000 cases as of yesterday, 2,000 cases yesterday mm-hmm. in florida you know like you know so obviously that whole like the social distancing stuff hasn't really been you know we basically try to open up the country again already so yeah i don't know man i think there's like i think there's a lot of different multi-faceted stuff in this and i just don't think that you know we can put the blame all all on Kyrie. you can put the blame all on whoever like someone had to have been talking to Kyrie about this you know whether it be another player or even like his agency or whatever like you know, Someone a- had, you know. According to Woj, agents have told players to shut the fuck up about this. I mean, but also Woj does have an agenda, so you yeah, know, you I'm, know, like Champs, Champs can tell us because something completely different. You know, well, no, um, I'm saying that's what Woj is saying. Agents are saying uh, because a lot of Woj's sources are agents and not the players themselves. Um, and, and the agents also have an agenda to have these players shut the fuck up so they don't ruin their income. True. I'm just saying, man, like, there's a lot, there's a lot of different, there's a lot of moving parts in this. And, uh, you know, it seemed like last week, like things were going to be, you know, suited up pretty quick. (laughs) Um, clearly that hasn't happened. Uh, I like the NBA likes to be, um, very dramatic, even when it doesn't need to be, or like when nothing's going on. So, um, you know, it is what it is. Uh, hopefully this time next week, we're talking about, you know, things being set in motion and, this will just be another little bump in the road, but we'll see. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's definitely going to happen. Or I put it at like ninety nine percent right now, but it is going to feel like pulling teeth until we're actually at tip off. Yeah, yeah, it's going to. Yeah, we're just we're just going to have to deal with that. I won't believe <laughs> it, it until I of, see it. <laughs> it is kind of it is kind of ironic to me. Florida is kind of the Kyrie Irving of America. Just it is. <laughs> it really is just chaotic and just yeah. Oh man. Okay. All right. So let's move on. Let's go on to uh, some other news. Uh, some more something a little bit more uh, closer chill. to home. <laughs> yeah, even more chill. Uh, so basically, okay. So um, as you guys know. God Sham God is, you know, a player development coach basically for the for the Mavs. Um, you know, famous, like prolific, like like New York resident. Um, you know, just 
he's known for obviously the Sham God, the move, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. I suck at it. I can't do it very well. Um, you know, he's just a legend in New York. And uh, he's also sponsored by Puma, mm-hmm. which is really cool. And I think uh, he will be the first coach ever to have a signature shoe <laughs> that's coming out tomorrow. So I'm really excited about that. Um, I, don't think I, I don't know if you guys have seen the shoe. Uh, I have, yeah. Really, it looks it's good. It's a really nice shoe, bro. So, like, the thing about Puma is, like, I wore it, like, in elementary school, like, in not elementary school, like middle school, right? Like, soccer. When, when Puma like, was popular. Yeah. I guess yeah, Puma, Puma is still more, popular in soccer, but. Yeah, but, like, in terms of, like, America and, like, just in the general, like, consensus, it's not anything, right? So... I'm excited about it. Um, he's going to be the first, uh, you know, the first coach to ever have a signature shoe, which I think is really interesting. Uh, he's 44 getting a signature shoe. So I think right now he's like the second oldest person in the world to have one. Okay. The first being a Tony Hawk. So wait, and Tony Hawk, Tony Hawk's getting another signature, a different okay. sport, but still, you know, I, um, I'm curious about that. Like, would we consider it that because every Jordan is technically a Michael Jordan signature shoe. True, that's true. But I mean, like, I know that's what. You what mean. So, yeah, I have uh, Dwayne Price's uh, article uh, pulled up, and you know, he's talking to him and uh, he talks to him about it, and like, yeah, like, it's called the Legacy Sham God. Um, okay. And it's actually at a price point, bro. Like, it's at a good price point, one hundred and ten bucks. Oh, one ten. Okay. Yeah, I was like, that's not bad at all, dude. Like, no, not when like high end LeBron fifteens will go for one fifty. Yeah, like 160, even, yeah. you know, like, and, uh, you know, like, it's cool, man. Like, and, uh, I at first, seen... oh, sorry, go on, Tim. I was gonna say, I haven't seen them yet, but I'll just buy them based off that name. God, what a name that guy has. The Sham God, dude. Sham God, yeah. God, Sham God, bro. Like, can you imagine the balls on his parents to name him that, dude? <laughs> like, he, he, he renamed himself. Sham- oh, did he? Oh, did he? Yeah. Well, no, so his last name was always Sham God, uh, but he had a different first name, I believe. Oh, okay. Still, but yeah, that's just your last name. Yeah, Sham God still is like a. Yeah, so shoe named after you. Yeah, so it's cool. So like Mark Cuban has a pair already, and like he's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I love these things, and like, probably they're very comfortable, which is nice. Like, okay, I looked it up. God Sham God, Sham God used to be his first name. Oh, that's cool. (laughs) He got that's awesome, dude. So, So Sham God was his first name. He made Sham God his last name and changed his first name to God. Oh, do you know who? Do you know who got uh, Sham God hired? Who got Sham God hired like, in? Like who Dallas? wanted him here? Like who wanted him here? Uh, I don't know. Harrison Barnes. Okay. The Mavs hired Sham God in 2016 at the request of forward Harrison Barnes. Oh, nice! Wow, that is awesome, dude. And he's out here helping everybody now, dude. I know for a fact he's helping out uh, KP. Yep. So, oh man, he's definitely helped KP a lot. Yeah, exactly. You know, like he's he's known for his handling, man. His mm-hmm. ball handling. So, but yeah, man, like I'm really excited. Uh, One ten, uh, they dropped tomorrow. He was talking in the article about how he wished he could have had a. Uh, they were going to do like a whole thing in New York and everything, but obviously with COVID, like they had to cancel that. So, I think tomorrow he's like live streaming and talking about it and stuff like that. Um, and also, shout out to Hendo for being the first one to kind of like bring us to my attention. Like he DM me and was like, yo, like look at these. And I was like, right. Holy shit. These are awesome. So, you know, um, I literally can't go thinking about it, man. Like I want to grab them tomorrow, but 
they I'm thinking are, like I already I have a lot of shoes already. Yeah. So they are yeah. really, really, really crisp. Like they're really crisp. Yes. Man, I like them a lot. I'm looking but, at them again for the first time. And yeah, dude, like, like, the, and it's funny too because like Puma has such like they have such a sleek like logo, you know. But for some reason, like their basketball shoes haven't been. I think it's because colorways just haven't been that good mm-hmm. as of you know but these dude i like the colorways on these these look fucking cool so yeah what it has on the inside it has the sham god like yeah like the movement yeah the, yeah, yeah that's crazy that's awesome cool dude i love it man i'm so happy for him too you guys <laughs> so yeah that's uh, awesome man they've always they've always been a really like obviously a really solid soccer brand and then ricky fowler kind <clears> of <throat> brought him into golf but they've been making some moves on the basketball front in the past few years i just looked up a list they uh they signed deandre ayton rj barrett marvin bagley they already had demarcus cousins and skylar diggins smith they got kuzma the porters kendrick nunn i mean it's not a list of nobodies here that are with puma yeah, these are right. guys that are hopefully gonna be really good in a couple years you know if they aren't already so I think I think getting Aiden just signing a number one draft pick right out was pretty huge for them, and they're definitely trying to grow into that space. Hopefully, yeah, they so. do a lot better than uh, than Under Armour did with the Stephs. Yeah, dude, well, I don't mean, want to talk about that. <laughs> here's the thing: the, Under Armour has never made a good shoe in any sport. Yeah, no, they never have. Puma makes anyway. great soccer shoes in great colorways. Yeah, so Puma has a track record of actually doing good shoes where Under Armour doesn't. And so that, that should help Puma more in the NBA. But yeah, guys, you're all trying to get them tomorrow. They're coming out tomorrow at uh, the Puma official website. Um, one ten. So you gotta, you gotta yeah. let me know if you get them. I'm, I'm on the fence, bro. I got, I think I might flip a coin later. Okay. But... Fair enough. I'll be just throwing more of Gavin Newsom's money away. Let's do it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I love All it. Right, love guys. it. Love it. Okay, so let's let's All answer right. some questions. Yes, let's do some questions. Oh shit, I gotta pull them up. God damn it. Oh okay. man. I know. We have a lot, dude. We have a lot of questions today. Let's Here, see. I have a question, real quick. What's up? Is anybody gonna be buying Sweat Simulator Two K Twenty One? No. Oh, NBA. Yeah. Okay. Oh god. <laughs> I was like, what? I was. Oh man, it. I don't know. I probably won't. I still don't. I still don't <laughs> play. But every comment I saw was like, "Yeah, the sweat is cool, but can you actually fix the gameplay?" Right? Please, please fix the gameplay. And, and and my joke on my personal was that there is a reason that they did not show any fans in that in that gameplay because they've been using the same f- fan. Yeah, art. Thing, yeah, art. What yeah. do you call it? Like. Models. Movements, graphics. Yeah, yeah, they've been using the same models for their for their crowds since like NBA 2K12. Yeah, dude, they been, yeah, look like they're though. from an Xbox 360 game on my two thousand dollar PC. <laughs> all right, let's see. Okay, I got the questions all set uh, pulled up. Okay, first question comes from Mavs, Mavs Network. Okay. Okay, so we have a choice of questions. You gave us two, which I'm grateful for. Um, so the first question is, what movie did you love despite negative slash neutral criti- critical reception? Or what song makes you cry? <laughs> so you can pick whichever one. 
man. Um, I'm gonna do the song that makes you cry. <laughs> okay. Um. So. Uh, oh my god. Um. The uh, rendition of a uh, somewhere over the rainbow by um Israel, uh, the Hawaiian guy. Okay. Uh. So my mom, like a long time, like when I was like five or six, she was like. When I die, play the song. And I was like, why would you tell me this? <laughs> like, I'm like six. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> but whenever it comes on, I can't quit thinking about, okay, like, uh, you know, that's what my mom wants to play it, you know, eventually. And yeah, that song always gets me. So never play it around me, guys, please. Okay. Was it poor, cri- critical? Negative or neutral. Negative crit- or neutral. Yeah. <sighs> so, like, I guess like 50% or like whatever. Like, this I'm trying wasn't... to think. Mine is Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers. Is that's that a good one. that's a cult classic watched, though? Like, I would consider it. I mean, still though, like, I'd consider that it. Or, uh, I watched that and Mystery Men within the past couple days. Okay, oh, nice. I'm pretty, sure Mis- I'm pretty sure Mystery Men got like railed when it came out. Okay. <laughs> do you only like the first Starship Troopers, or do you like the other ones too? I've only seen the first one. Okay. Because looking at Rotten Tomatoes, Starship Troopers is 64%, and then the other two are, are quite a bit worse. Rotten Tomatoes is fans, right? N- well, so no, it's, like, it's yeah, both. It's like, it can be mm-hmm. both. So remember that Rotten Tomatoes is not saying that it's, eight, or like say, 76% good. It's 76% of the critics that reviewed the that that movie thought it was a good movie like thought it was like a three and a half stars or better so you can have something that's like a 99 percent on rotten tomatoes and it's only like kind of good by critics if that makes sense yeah trying to think i caddyshack's another one that did terribly when it came out yeah it cracks me up let's see here I'm, I don't listen to a lot of music. Um, you know what? Here, this is a little bit of a cheat. A lot of people think that Hateful Eight is the worst of the Tarantino movies. And I wholeheartedly disagree. I think it's I like... That. What's that? I'd, I'd, I'd go with that, yeah. Yeah. So it's not that it's a it's a critically panned movie, but it is in the sense of Tarantino movies. And I think that it's one of his best. Okay, let's like, move on. Wait, wait like uh, ranking Michael Jordan's first playoff games. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm sorry. I don't like bad movies. <laughs> I'm a movie snob. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Next question comes from James. He says, this is a good one. Uh, would you rather be an awesome NFL kicker or an average NFL tight end? Uh, I got to go kicker. kicker. Yeah, kicker. absolutely a kicker Easy. because I do not want to get hit. <laughs> or have to block or tackle or anything. Um, I, I pick or kicker just because. Or anything. Like I just I pick, go in, yeah. kick something, and go home. I pick kicker because... I remember a few years back when we got Dan Bailey. I wanted to get a Dan Bailey like jersey, like completely honestly wanted to get one. Mm-hmm. It's because he was a kick-ass kicker, and that was it. Like, yeah, but I feel like they're like more like folk folk hero, you know, if they're kickers. So, yeah, that makes sense. 
I mean, it's the same reason where if you gave me a choice of being top five in any sport on the planet, I'd probably pick golf. Just because I don't, of the money. I don't want twenty, the money, and then I don't want like twenty-five different knee surgeries by the time I'm like fifty. Yeah. Just, yeah. The, the little as little wear and tear on the body as possible. Just stretch your body. Yeah, just, Give me you know, <laughs> you know, just do do us all a favor and don't turn into Tiger Woods and and we'll be fine. Yeah, please. <laughs> yeah, no no promises with me there. <laughs> I, I might I might do that without the money. Alright, let's see. Quarantine Josh asks this is a good one. Which historical figure would be the worst ghost to be haunted by? <laughs> The worst, yeah, man. Like literally, any like most most people in history. <laughs> like, yeah, I was gonna say, mo- most historical figures. The obvious answer is Hitler. Yeah, Hitler is like the number one. I think. I got Saddam um, up there too, though. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I would say like a m- mid-century philosopher because they would never shut up. Oh, I would definitely have one. Someone from the Crusades, then. Okay. <laughs> but no, the Crusades don't work because you would because ne- you never see the Crusades coming. Ah, uh, I get it. That's hilarious. <laughs> what about you? What do you I'll, got? Go Saddam, I'll go Saddam Hussein because he just compl- seems like a complete jerk when he's in hell in South Park. <laughs> that's, what basing, that's what I'm basing his personality on, and I Damn. do not want to be around that guy. Okay. I've never felt bad for Satan before. <laughs> All right, let's see. This one, I think this one should be a group effort. Uh, the next one, it comes from Shakespeare. Um, he asks, "What five sitcoms or TV shows would you live the rest of your life in, and what characters would you choose to be?" Any five? Any five TV shows? Any five sitcoms or TV shows? So I've been thinking about this one, and, and the issue with this one is that like most of the TV shows I love are like really depressing towards you know Let, let's pick sit, <laughs> let's pick sitcoms okay do sitcoms just uh, just because it's going to be easier picking a sitcom yeah let's you know see. what i want to be the janitor in scrubs fuck we're watching that again dude i love it <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a good one he's like yeah, part yeah. of the thing but he's got the least stressful job he just fucks with everybody exactly oh oh bro i'd want to be jason mendoza from the good place oh my god that's a per- that's perfect. Yeah, I I want to be in the good place, but I don't know who I want to be. Yeah, I'd be Justin. I'd be Jason. Yeah, you. I Absolutely. mean, you definitely give off Jason vibes every once in a while. Yeah, it's a little bit. <laughs> Bryce would be cheaty for sure. Oh, absolutely, bro. That's fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what else? I, I I probably would want to be Eleanor just because like she's the the. The main, the, like the. Well, also, like, I feel like my personality is closer to hers than anybody else's. Like, potty mouth, uh, loves to drink, but isn't a complete idiot, <laughs> but kind of is. Yeah, yeah. And also, way too sarcastic and mean. What are you thinking, Tim? Ah, uh, man, this is a good one. Probably Barney Stinson from How I Met Your Mother. Okay. That, I can totally see oh, you doing yeah. that. I, I don't like wearing suits. So that, that would be an issue. Well, you would be Barney, be like, so you would like wearing suits. Yeah, if you're a Barney, yeah, technically. Yeah. So so I'd be like two- an athlete. 
I'd be like an athleisure Barney Stinson. <laughs> All right, okay, we, we got to pick two more sitcoms. Wait, hold on. Um, Who would you guys be in Scrubs? Because I'm the janitor. JD. Okay. Tim, you're you're Turk. <laughs> yeah, I'll say Turk. Okay. <laughs> Those All right, dance moves? Two... Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> we gotta pick two more sitcoms. God damn it. Um... We're not picking Friends or The Office. No, please no. Ooh, Parks? you know what? We could do Parks and Rec, and then I have a fifth. All right, Parks and Rec. We'll do Parks and Rec then. Okay. Let's I don't know who here. I'd be in that. You don't want to be John Rolfia? Oh, shit. That's actually a good one. God damn it. No. Nah. Yeah, I'll be John. <laughs> I'll, I'll be... I'll be... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I'd be Andy, because he's just always happy and completely like oblivious to any. That's a good one. Oh, and, he's, really... and he's married to April. <laughs> I'll be a little Samson. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Little Sebastian. Right. Little Sebastian. Little Sebastian yeah. has a little Sebastian. Yeah, yeah. little Sebastian. Or I'll just literally be the waffle diner. Like <laughs> just that. Yeah, the actual diner. What what uh what else did you pick? Okay. La- last sitcom I'm thinking. Uh, oh man, did I really just blank on the last sitcom that I was gonna pull out my ass? Man. I feel bad. If you're someone that likes to, if you're someone that likes to be like a manipulator, you'd definitely be Dennis from Always Sunny. Oh man, if like that's your personality type, (laughs) you're not wrong. Pulling, pulling the puppet strings, you know. (laughs) But also kind of an idiot. Yeah, that's definitely me. Yeah, it's always no. It's not Always Sunny. Which one one are you thinking of? No, it's not Always Sunny. Um, Because you're talking about The Office and the other one. Yeah, The Office and Friends. I don't remember what which one I was going to pick. It's not that big of a deal. Um, I'm not a big sitcom person to begin with. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, we can do Always Sunny, and I can be Dennis. Yeah, I'll do Always Sunny. Charlie. Oh, man, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just chaotic energy all around. Yes, that's what I yeah, am. Charlie's, Charlie's, Charlie's got a lot of that Andy Dwyer energy, where if there's depressing stuff going on around him, he's just completely oblivious. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's and see. there's always some pretty bad stuff going on around me. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's see. Next one comes from Chris. <laughs> Chris asks, when the when the Mavs win the NBA championship at Walt Disney World, will Luca yell to, yell to the camera while holding the Lario and the finals MVP saying, I'm staying right here, or will he go somewhere else? Like Six Flags. Oh, what would he actually say? Or like, where would he go? Or like, where? Or, or yeah. Or like, yeah. What would he yell? I guess. What would he yell? I mean, I think that they're contractually obligated to say, "I'm going to Disney World." At that point, yeah. At that point, yeah. You have to. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm staying at Disney World. I'm staying at Disney. <laughs> I'm getting out of the bubble and going to actually enjoy myself at Disney World. Beers of the world <laughs> up, <laughs> Except he's question. not old enough. Oh, he's not. Fuck you. Oh, yeah, he's 21. Oh, he is 21 now. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine if he just looked in the camera and yelled and just screamed, I'm going to Six Flags over Texas. Oh, my God. Oh, dude, no, please no. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, parking he... at, I'm parking at Globe Life Field for free and then walking across. <laughs> oh, I did. <didn't. laughs> Actually, no, I feel like the, the more apt thing in, in that scenario would be he would be going to uh uni- I'm going to Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida. 
just throwing everything and checking off. out the Harry, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Somebody off to me the hell out of Florida. Give me the hell out of Florida. <laughs> I'm going back to Slovenia. See you guys in a couple months. Yeah. All right, let's see. Lane asks, if it becomes safe and affordable in our lifetime, would you take a trip to a base on Mars or the Moon, or a new tourism-based space station? Yes. No, but which which would you just don't care which one or just like yes, okay. Say because they were the pretexts of safe and affordable. Yeah, you're like whatever. Yeah, whatever works. <laughs> if it's as safe as plane travel, we'll say, or maybe slightly less safe. Yeah, sure. Why not? You only live once. I don't want to go to the Mars. I think. She was like, I mean, no matter cool. what, if you get stranded, you're fucking yeah. stranded. Like, yeah, 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 that's true. Like, <laughs> you're in space. Ain't nobody coming for you. <laughs> oh man, Mars okay. always seemed a little bit cooler to me. Yeah, I mean, like, Elon Musk is gonna knock this out by like next week, right? Say that like again. A month from now, we'll all be able to. Said so Elon Musk will like have a shuttle, just like the underground one in LA he's building. He's gonna have this in Mars by like the end of the year. Oh man! At least that's what I'm being told by Elon Musk. <laughs> I think more likely, if I had to pick between the three, I'd probably pick the ISS because by the time okay, yeah. that all of this would be safe and affordable, I think the ISS would have the best internet. Oh, easily, dude! Yeah, <laughs> it's the closest one to Earth. So right. That makes sense. <laughs> okay, let's see. I've grace. Walking around Mars trying to get like your Instagram stories off and bitching about the Wi-Fi. Exactly. <laughs> uh, let's see. Grayson asked, if we lose Tim, Tim Hardaway Jr. in the offseason, who That's do we replace re- him with in the draft or FA? Uh, um, Tim, I know Tim nothing. Of, we need another yeah, not, Tim. No. No, we're talking yeah. about Hardaway here. <laughs> um, no, we've, we replaced Tim Hardaway Jr. with Tim Oh, Bonner. with Tim. Oh, oh shit. That works. Working on my shot, working on my jumper. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you've been doing, man. Also, <laughs> but... there's basically a zero percent chance that we lose Tim Hardaway Jr. in free Especially agency. now, yeah. Especially now, um, if for some reason we did lose him, I don't anything about the draft, but I'd probably want to go after Bradley Beal. So <laughs> we don't have any yeah, assets that's... to get Bradley Beal. I mean, stranger things have happened. So fair enough. Know. Unless we did get unless Washington wants to do just like a straight salary dump, but then at yeah, that I mean, point they'd have to find they'd have to find somebody to take on John Wall, and that might be impossible. Right yeah, now. I think I, know, is, I think Washington's I more likely to keep Wall than they are Beal, just in general. I think so too. All right, let's see. Next question, Alexis. Alexis asks, "Need to know your thoughts and feelings of fans potentially not being allowed at games for all next season." Because that was like another thing coming up. Like, Selfishly, it sucks, but it makes complete sense. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. It's like it sucks. Like I, as long as I can watch the game somehow. Like you know, I, I'm sure we'll have many watch parties, like at one of our houses or something. Something, yeah. Check your temperature before you come in. <laughs> this is one where the heart and the mind are definitely split. Like I can't wait to get back. I, a lot of it might honestly hinge on. I mean, they're going to have this big test case with the NFL this fall, right? If the NFL moves forward with yeah. their plans to have full stadiums, they're going to be able to collect a lot of data from that. So yeah. I don't want it to happen. If it's the smart, prudent thing to do, if cases jump like crazy again in the fall, especially college stadiums and NFL stadiums, then you're kind of forced into it, right? But Yeah. 
Yeah, crossing my, crossing my fingers, it doesn't happen. Yeah. Uh, see, next question comes from Fariz. Okay. Fariz asks if you can bring back one player to the Mavs roster between Salah Mejri, Yogi Farrell, or Ryan Brokoff, who would it be and why? He also says hello from Indonesia. So, what's okay. up, man? Hey, man. Shout out to Indonesia. Man, yeah. I'm trying to think. So, we're down a big. I think our big depth is going to be the the biggest hindrance going into the playoffs. So I would pick Salah. Okay. Yeah, we also need an enforcer. That'd be nice. A guy can take five five uh, fouls. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> take a six fouls because you got to think. What's our big depth at the moment? We have KP. We Boban. have Boban, who cannot play. An extended amount of minutes on multiple unless games. it's against no kicks, right? I would say so, like on yeah, extended that's... games. I think a game here or there, he could probably go 20 to 25, yeah, but, but not you... for like every day, right? Every right, game. yeah, and then that's it. That's the other crazy, that's the other crazy thing is Boban kicked Jokic's ass and losing like 35 pounds, yeah, that's true, that is funny. Because I really don't consider Maxi a big. I consider him more of a wing. I do too. At this point, yeah. like Maxi can to, play the four, and he can yeah. he can play the five in if very be, specific yeah. situations. Yeah, but you're not going to have Maxi playing the five against Anthony Davis. Yeah, no, there's no. Yeah, <laughs> Maxi um, can do Maxi can do some of the stuff defensively at the rim that a five would do, but a lot of the other stuff is just right, yeah. right. Now, you're, if you're we're playing really Houston in the first round, then we have no issue. He can play against PJ Tucker all day. Yeah, yeah. But so, yeah, I would say Salah just because of our big depth. So my heart says Ryan. <laughs> yeah, I'm still not I'm still not over it, man. But uh, my heart says Ryan just because, like, I think you know we can always use more shooting. So you know, I'll see. And, I'll see oh, fuck, we have Willie Cauley Stein. I completely forgot that he was on our team. Oh god, I feel so bad. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we do have. Yeah, so player. I have Ryan. I have okay. Ryan. Yeah. I'll take Yogi as the ball handler in the instant offense because I still have not forgotten about that magical night in Portland. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we have too fair. many ball handlers, but fine. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Um, oh my god, I'm gonna pronounce this guy's name wrong. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, dude. If I pronounce your name wrong, um, Emils. I'm so sorry. Pronounce that wrong. Um, he says. He's, I think he's from Latvia. So, where would you suggest Mavs to play a game out of the U.S.? Latvia, Slovenia, or another country? Outside of the U.S., I'm yeah. going for for context purposes. I would say outside of North America because they have yeah, played yeah. game. Obviously, they yeah. can play games in Canada and they have played games in Mexico City. So, but that's boring. Let's go yeah. somewhere else. <laughs> now, um, do we want to go even further down the rabbit hole and say only in Europe? Or do we want to say anywhere outside of North America? Because he brought up Latvia and Slovenia. So I think anywhere outside of like North America. Anywhere outside of North America. Okay. Yeah. I can so, say I mean, selfishly I think be what cool. I would like to see, but Yeah. I mean personally I would love to see him play in Slovenia or play them play in Slovenia or Latvia. Mm-hmm. More likely Slovenia just because Luca is like the number one guy. Right. Um and I'm sure Chris Ops wouldn't care anyway. Um so there, I'd love them to play a game there. Or alternatively, I do know for a fact we have a bunch of fans out in the Philippines, you yeah. know, and they, you know, the Philippines love basketball like crazy, dude. 
And uh, I think that'd be cool, you know, just to play a game out there and just, you know, let them see like, a, you know, their, you know, a player, you know, their favorite players play. So I want an excuse to visit Japan. So I'd love to see the Mavericks play in Japan. Um, against not, the Wizards. Against the Wizards. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, because Rui Hachimura. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, and an easy win. So. Yeah. Yeah. Because you beat their ass. <laughs> but. <laughs> but. That's not going to work just because of 2021 Summer Olympics and things like that. Oh, that's true, yeah. So I'm going to go with a big European hub where most people could get to and also pay homage to the greatest Maverick of all time. And we're going to play a game in Germany. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, was about to bring, I was about to bring that up because I have no good reason to know this, but... Uh, late last year, I read a story that's, I think they're already pretty much decided that they are building a, a big multi-use arena in Wurzburg. Okay. So, I mean, what better way to, I, they probably wouldn't open that place, but what better event to have there than, right. you know, the home of dirt. Just do like a preseason game. Yeah. Because they get over there for those anyway. Yeah, the other one cool. I'd say is... uh. The other one I'd say is the NBA is really trying to put a footprint in uh, Africa right now. So I think any of those countries would be pretty cool if you could. Yeah, so an African country again, of some you kind. Have to yeah. find the venue, which I know is a little more difficult over there, but they have them. Right. Yeah. It's just a matter of finding it. I mean, it's yeah, like so saying, either... oh, let's find a venue in North America. To... <laughs> because Africa's yeah. huge as a continent. So you could find yeah. a country and, and a that city has, that has the that infrastructure has the for it. Yeah. yeah. And despite the stereotypes, it's got some pretty sweet cities and oh, places absolutely. you could have. They out. really do, man. It's yeah. awesome over there. It's not, it's not all the Serengeti. Yeah. yeah. All right. So Riley asks, out of all the players to ever wear a Mavs uniform, who has the best chance to win a fight with a tiger barehanded? With a um, tiger barehanded? It's got to be Deshaun. Deshaun? Okay. <laughs> I got Deshaun on that. <laughs> okay. Um, if, if we're trying to pick players that are different hmm Tim you go and then I'm going to think about it for a second say current or former Mavericks a- yeah, yeah ever. any anyone yeah. everywhere yeah okay well then I want to see Rajon Rondo fight a tiger barehanded oh, just, <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. just so he'll <laughs> I don't give a shit if he has a chance or not I just make that happen fair enough fair enough okay Let's see here. I'm going to go with Tyson Chandler. Oh, that's a good one. Damn. Yeah. I think he'd be able to pull it out too, man. <laughs> Tyson's scary when he's mad. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, we have one more question. Then we have another like special question after that one. Okay. So. Um. Okay. Jacob asks, not love this. I think he's trying to start shit, which is great, but, um, Who's better in five years, John ja Morant or Trey Young? John ja Morant. I got Jaw. Like, <laughs> John ja Morant's already better than Trey Young. I want to go that far. I yeah. think I think Trey Young's obviously like a better scorer, but I think overall, uh, all around can, player, I when you combine everything, yeah. it'll be Jaw at the end. I just think uh, Jaw's going to be able to to develop his scoring and the rest of his game more than Trey Young's going to be able to develop an all around game. Like right. Trans a good distributor, distributor, but he's kind of got the one trick, and I'm not sure how much better you can get at that one thing. Yeah, like 
He, he's a good scorer, be, but he's not a good shooter. Scorer. And he's hate to say it, but damn near a net minus when you take in the. I mean, take into account the just horrendous defense he plays. I mean, he, what did Jalen Brunson put on him? Yeah, uh, I think. One night oh yeah, I remember. That, yeah. Multiple people people have talked about when you talk about starting NBA players that he is probably the worst defender in the entire NBA. Yeah, he's real bad. Yeah, Look, right. I think it's. It, I think statistically, he's like towards the bottom, if not yeah. the bottom. So, and that's why I say Jaws already better than Trey Young, just because if you look at net positive versus negative, Trey Young's net yeah. negative is so horrific that it's hard. And especially when you start talking about positionless basketball, and you're having bigger, True. bigger yeah. and bigger main ball handlers, who who is Trey yeah. Young going to defend in the NBA? Yeah, like he's gonna be defending guys. Yeah, you're you're building your team around hiding. Yeah, Yeah. which means you don't get to have the best team possible around the guy. Where with Jaw, you can build around him and not have to worry about hiding his flaws the way that you have to worry about hiding Trey Young's flaws. Which is weird because I I still think that both of them are probably top fifteen players in the NBA in their primes. Both, yeah, probably, yeah. It's really weird um, to think about that. Like. So, like, as much as I just spent time shitting on Trey Young, it sounded like, I still think he's in his prime going really to be good. a top 15 player in the NBA. So, yeah, he's going to be real good. Yeah, don't so. get me wrong. Like, he's good. <laughs> I'm just really, really honing in on the fact that his defense is horrendous. Yeah. All right, so one more question. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, Trey Young just needs to follow the Jason Terry career path, ditch the Hawks, and come be the sixth man for an elite white Mavs Europe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. my That's- God. I actually love that. Actually, <laughs> yeah. Come on, Trey. I'll start being. I'll start being nicer to you. <laughs> and fix your hairline, please. Yeah, just shave yeah. it off, dude. Like, it's fine. Like, just shave it off. It'll, yeah. be, it'll be okay. But uh, LeBron, LeBron hit his with a headband. Trey Young's going to be the first one to wear a skull cap on the court. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to wear a do rag. Oh god. Yeah. All right. So one more question, guys. Okay. Um. So. Have you guys put any? Uh, have you guys put any bets uh, through Bet Online yet? Uh, not quite yet. I know the NBA is coming back. Uh, you know, UFC, boxing, NASCAR—they're already back. Um, I haven't quite yet, but I think probably I will make some bets on some playoff potential things. I know you're really excited because your bets back on the books. God. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, what about you? Yeah, Have you been betting at all recently? Man, I got Jordan Spieth in the Colonial right now, but as we're talking, he's fading fast. But, oh, no. Hey, you know, I'm I'm actually watching golf because I'm that desperate for sports right now. So. <laughs> well, and also Jordan Spieth Thanks. is from Texas, so. Yeah, he's the uh, Highland Park kid. Yeah. You know, Highland Park's an easy way to become a great athlete, but yeah. I'm just happy to be uh, throwing my money away. <laughs> well, I'm sure Bet Online appreciates your money as well, Tim. Um, for our listeners, just something to mention is that they do have a um, a huge Madden bracket going on right now that's completely free to join. So I would check that out if you don't want to spend any money, but you want a chance to win quite a bit. Go ahead and give that a look. But is that it for questions, Ruben? That's it. All right, well, let's go ahead and um, shoot it off to our fan podcast.
Yeah. You guys have a good day. Take it easy, guys. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of uh, Hoops and Hefeweizens. This is a one. This is going to be one of our uh, fan chats, which I'm really excited about. Uh, my name is Ruben. I'm um, Greasy Randy. And we I'm have, Isaac. there we go. And today we have our friend <laughs> Isaac. <laughs> now you're good, man. Don't worry about it, dude. Um, so yeah, man. So uh, you're one of the first that you know. I kind of reached out to about this, you know, just to kind of gauge how things are going, and you know, if you were down for it. And, you know, things like that. This is, I wouldn't say you're a test run because we've done these before, but you're definitely a test run when it comes to like me doing it without Alex. So, you know, Grant's never done one of these, I don't think. So, yeah. Sounds I mean, good. I'm ready for anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the first question I have for you today is, uh, so as you're recording this, this is weird in the midst of a pandemic. Um, again, I don't know when this is going to release, but for right now, like, this is kind of, uh, you know, I just want to know, like, how you're doing, like, how your family's doing, um, what what you've been doing since, you know, the NBA has been postponed as of right now and stuff like that. Um, I think we're doing fine. I mean, I've been watching The Last Dance, as everybody else has, I'm sure. Uh Um, studying, you know, different people's games because I don't have to watch 10 games at once now, because I have League Pass, so I try to flip between every game when they're on. So now that they're not on, I can focus on specific people's games and see what they do well and not. I like that. Who, um, who's your favorite League Pass team to watch? Because the last three years for me, it's been, um, it's been a battle between Utah and, and uh, Denver. So we're excluding the Mavs. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're okay. not a League Pass team, you know. Oh, okay. Um, Oh, to me, I don't know. I would probably say, like, this is an unpopular answer, but I used to love to watch the Warriors play. Like, I hate what they did to build their super team, but the way they played basketball was just so entertaining. I mean, besides signing KD, they did it the right – they did everything the exact right way you're supposed to. But, yeah, Yeah. no one's going to ever appreciate the KD KD signing. (laughs) All right, man. So, so you've been doing that's cool, man. Um, you know, like for me, I've been doing a lot of, uh, been watching a lot of TV. You know, think catching up on things. Um, kind of taking a break of like, like as bad as it sounds, like I like that I had kind of a break of like doing the whole Twitter like every day basketball. You know, um, <laughs> you know, just because you know it does take a lot out of me, and uh, you know, just watching TV and like reading books, and for once. Uh, Playing some games, not a lot, but uh, I suck ass at most of them, so that's whatever. But um, <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, what about you, uh, Grant? Have you been doing anything? Uh, just a general spectrum of things, or? Um. Well, I haven't watched Last Dance yet. I, well, I started the first episode and got a little distracted and didn't get to finish it. So I am gonna watch that eventually. But no, I've mostly just been playing a ton of halo and a bit of gta and a bit of uh bit of 2k here and there i actually made a uh, massive my league with i think i think half the people in the not half the people in the group half the people in the league are in uh are in from from mavs twitter and then the other people are just random mavs fans that i know <laughs> through you actually but 
Other than that, no, I haven't been doing too much. I'm just waiting for this. And I did play basketball yesterday, though. I got some shots. Ooh, legally. Oh, fun, uh... fun. Hey, there was no, there was no uh, clothes signs. There was no ropes. There was okay. No, there was no chains or guards like on the all the other hoops I've seen. Okay, fine. I'll allow it. It's fine. I won't be a cop today. <laughs> but uh-huh. so Isaac, so. How did you become a Mavs fan in the first place, if I may ask? Um, I mean, I was raised in the DFW area. So just growing up, I was watching the Mavs. My first Mavs memory is not a good one because I was watching with my parents in 2006. And that's really all I need to say about that. So oh, that's my first yeah. bad Mavericks <laughs> memory. But then the first good Mavericks memory is when we won in 2011, which is when I was 10. So I feel like I've you know, had a pretty good run with the Mavericks because they've made the playoffs most years I've been watching them. And now they have Luka and KP, so that's exciting. That's good. I mean, you know, I, I would hate for my first memory to be 2006, personally. That's probably... It's got to be like my 38th or 40th memory, I think, <laughs> of the Mavs. It's just like, yeah, that's not a good memory to start off with. But, uh... <laughs> I mean, you are a younger fan, which is interesting, just because, like... Again, I'm a little older than both of y'all, I think. I'm, uh, I was born in the 90s, early 90s. So, you know, I'm a little up there in age. According to Twitter, I'm up there in age. Yeah, dude, you're old. Yeah, like if, <laughs> like if I was like a regular person, it's like, oh yeah, I'm just whatever, bro. Like, if no, I was, like if I was, uh, if I was, shut up. If I was like an NBA player, I'd be like towards the tail end of my prime. So, yeah. You know, but, uh, yeah. you know, it's like, it's whatever, but, um, but yeah, man, I think that's as good that one of your first memories is like of the championship because I think for a lot of people who were even like Congress at the time, like that's like the the memory, you know, that right, we want to yeah. latch on to if we're blessed right. enough to have been fans of them at that time. So yeah, man, let's see. Um, well, so like, I mean, yeah, sorry, you have the league pass, so you're probably a big NBA fan. Like I'm, I'm with you in the sense where 2006 was kind of my first memory. But, like, I remember the whole league more than I remember specifically the Mavs. So I just remember, like, in that time, like, post between 2006 and between 2000, uh, 2006 and 11, it was all Kobe, it was all Lakers, it was all Celtics, and it was Spurs and Dwight Howard, and, and then LeBron came. Right. LeBron came to Dallas to lose. That's that's like how that's how like the NBA landscape for for young me was was thinking. I think that's fair. I think that's like a good. That's a fair uh, fair way to look at it at that time. You know. Yeah. So it was like it just the like the casual NBA fan, which is what I was at the time. I mean, I'm a Ma- I was a Mavs fan, but I liked the whole whole league. Yeah. It was uh, right. Dallas was always sort of just like there, but not really like talked about. And then that that ring just sort of stamp put a big stamp on Dirk's career and the uh, and the Mavs legacy and organization. Questionable moves have been made after though, but it's <laughs> Oh man. Yeah that's I mean yeah that's fair. That's a good you know <laughs> I think that's a fair assessment, you know, after the championship. But uh so I mean I I'm one of the only people that's still on board with breaking up the championship team just because like I only think about numbers and it makes sense to break up the championship team. Maybe not get rid of Tyson Chandler. Yeah, not the way they did it, though. Like, I, I get it. Like, Tyson was, like, that guy I think you had to keep if you're going to keep yeah. anybody from that team. 
besides Dirk, obviously. But we didn't offer you know? him a three or do. Which is, yeah, and I mean, you know, he was pretty good with New York, you know. He was pretty good, you know. It's a pretty good assessment. I mean, you know, Tim Duncan never got Defensive Player of the Year, so, you know. But, yeah. Which I think is a travesty, honestly. But, um, so Isaac, you just jumped ahead and answered, like, one of my questions already about memories. Um, so do you have a favorite Dirk moment that isn't part of 2011? Um, I mean, just watching his last year in general, like watching him get the standing ovation in Boston and then he couldn't make a shot. That one hurt. (laughs) Watching him get a standing ovation in Madison Square Garden, you know, the final game in San Antonio, obviously the post-game ceremony of his final game at home. Like just watching that whole season, because I feel like Dirk's been underrated pretty much his entire career. No one really covered him with respect. And then just to watch the league kind of show him that respect as he was leaving was just kind of reassuring to see. I agree. Yeah, I think that's a good. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, that's a good. Uh, it's definitely those are definitely good memories. You know, um, what about? Um, do you have a favorite? Maybe Luca or even Kristaps or even Tim. Any any memories of them so far in this young, this fairly young season that got canceled way too early? So. Um, uh, <laughs> um, so I went to like five or six games this year and then I went to a couple of games last year because I really want to like, I wasn't, obviously I wasn't born when the Dirk era began. So I kind of want to be, you know, in the know with this era from the start. So I've been to a bunch of games and I mean, obviously Luca's fantastic. I he said step back threes. He's dunked on people. Like, there's a lot of memories I have of him. But I think, you know, one of my favorite memories is that game where Kleba scored, like, 26, 27 points. I forget how many it was, but it was his career high, and we needed all of them for the win. Yes. I don't remember I feel that like was. that was – Yeah. That was against, it was the game after the All-Star break, though, I think. Yeah. Like, that's one of my favorite memories because it just showed that, yeah, we have Luca and Kristaps and – they're great, obviously, but we can win with other people being main contributors. Like, that helps us. Especially when the main contributor that night and a few other nights when, when Dorian goes off. But um, whenever the main contributor is a $9 million a year player, that is, that is yeah, awesome. Exactly. Well, $9 million in 2020, obviously. Like, you know, like... Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what that's two million above that minimum. No, I'm just saying, like, whenever, like, Which I remember, I remember reading, I've read, I've read a couple of books this proto off season about, you know, um, like how it was back then, you know, like how, you know, uh, what's his name, Magic uh, signed a 25 year contract for 25 million and stuff like wow. that, and it was like the biggest news at the time, you know, stuff like that. Whether it's yeah. like now, yeah. where it's like now, it's like. A million a year, like what the hell? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, yeah, who, like G League gets like five hundred thousand at least. Exactly, right? So, which is ridiculous. I remember not even like the past decade league minimum was like eight hundred thousand. Yeah, and now it's yeah, now true, it's yeah. what it is. I don't know what it is exactly, but I mean, there's a reason why like Dorian Finney-Smiths and Maxi Klebas are making what they make, which is so, Seth Curry's, yeah. which is so crazy, dude. Like. Those are like insane contracts. Like even like, even before when you assess like, 
what they've done this year, like, it's so crazy to look at those contracts, even when they were given out, like, oh, shit, like, this is super cheap. Yeah. So, I remember last year, right. like, before free agency started in July, we, like, I know you and I were pretty worried that Maxi and Dorian were going to be gone. I'm oh, really yeah. happy we yeah. locked them up. Hell yeah. Very, very good. I know, because uh, Bibbs, shout out to Bibbs. <laughs> Bibbs, yes. Bibbs was like, yeah, Maxi's going to Portland. And I was like, fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> like, and no. it makes sense. It makes perfect sense. But I, they didn't pull the trigger. I, I heard that it was Portland and the Pelicans that really wanted him. But, oh, sure, yeah, obviously the Pelicans the did their thing, and uh, they would be amazing with him instead yeah. of favors. That that team would be a defensive powerhouse with with Maxi Kleber, but I'm happy we retained him. Bro, he see, would have been. The game you're talking about is was the Minnesota game, I think. Yeah. Oh no, 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 it was the it was the Orlando oh, game. Shout out to that Mavs draft. Oh, Orlando! Orlando. Oh, oh, yeah, we we smacked them around too. He had a he had a game score of twenty one point eight, which is his career high. Damn, that's pretty good. Mm. He also went off against Atlanta. <laughs> so Isaac, um, what do you what is your current outlook on this team as it is right now? Um, I think we obviously exceeded expectations this year. Like most people didn't even have us making the playoffs, or if they did, they had us making it as a fringe eight seed. And we're like six or seven games above the eight seed mm. and only three or four games out of fourth. So, I mean, I really hope the season continues just so that they can get playoff experience. Because I don't think they're going to win this year. I don't think any realistic Maverick fan thinks that they're going to win the championship this year. But I do think we can make some noise in the playoffs and get our young core some experience. And then, you know, as the years come, that experience is going to be helpful when we start hitting our stride and hopefully winning, you know, 55, 58 games a year. Okay. I like you. I like you. That's a good – that's a very <laughs> good realistic goal as opposed to me where I'm like 82 or bust. But... Oh, no, we're winning the title. <laughs> Bet. No doubt. We're going to win the title this year. I don't care who we play in the first round. I feel like uh, – like, Yeah. <laughs> the NBA fan of me, though, like really wants to see the Lakers succeed. Like – Everything that has happened to them, uh, and and I'm, I'm a huge LeBron guy. Everything that's going on with that organization, I just want to see them win. Like if we can't, obviously. Yeah, I mean that's that's a. I mean I don't I don't agree necessarily, but you know like <laughs> so like I like LeBron. It's still the Lakers. You know? I know I, exactly. It's like <laughs> I love LeBron, but like when it, when he went to the Lakers, I was like, "Fuck, here we go." Like, you know, I was like, God damn it. Like, I just want to be bad for another, like, 20 years, dude. So, yeah. you know. but um, They finally looked bad. But they would have been fine had they not gotten LeBron and just had Lonzo Ball. And you think so? Ingram. They would have not been what they are now, but they would have been uh, They yeah. would have been about where we are. Like, a little lesser than what we are, I think, I if they kept that. that core together. Because, I mean, you, you took those two guys and threw them in New Orleans and look, they almost made the playoffs. True. They might make the playoffs. Oh, yeah. I don't – like, that's the big thing about the whole postponement. I don't know if there's going to be another regular season game. That's true. They might go to the playoffs. If there are, like – I guess every team still had, what, like, I don't know, 16, 17 games. If if that happens, then maybe they do. But if there is a resumption of the season, I don't – I don't see the point in in a regular season game, unfortunately. I would love to see more – other teams and I would love not to play the Clippers. Yeah. But anyway guys. Is that what her slotted against right now? 
Yep. Yep. Dang it. <laughs> so, guys. It was Denver. All right, Isaac. So, we were just talking about playoff, you know, playoff, uh, where would be in the playoffs. Uh, so, assuming that, that it all ended today, or like whenever the season ended, when Boban should have been MVP, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, how do you think we would do against the Clippers in a seven-game series? I feel like every time we played the Clippers this year, we got a little better. Because our first game against the Clippers this year, I remember it vividly. It was over Thanksgiving week. And I was home from college, and I remember thinking about that game like, oh, this is our first real test as a team. Like, are we, are we real or are we just hype? And we got obliterated. It wasn't yeah. close. <laughs> but then the second time we played them, I feel like we played them a little closer. And I respect Rick Carlisle as a coach, so I think if you put him in a seven-game series – He'll make it competitive. I don't think that we can beat Kawhi and Paul George, but I think we can push it to six, maybe even seven, like we did with the Spurs in 2014. I think there's just a lot of fight in Dallas. We're not going to give up in any playoff series. Especially now that we've had time to get healthy. Sure. Exactly. Yeah, Luka needed needed this way more than I think we realize. Yeah. Honestly. (laughs) I mean, like, the way I see it is, like, I don't know how many players on their team can really guard Maxi or not guard Kristaps. No, exactly. And what he's he can do, you know, like yeah, he's definitely he's the X factor. And like the other point, the other part is that worries me that he's never been anywhere near the playoffs. You know, all offense to the Knicks, but you know, <laughs> he just like all offense. He's never been like close at all to making playoffs. Never, he's never been in the atmosphere before. Like. And, you know, obviously, like, Paul George has, Kawhi has, obviously, and stuff like that. And it's like, but a lot of their team, like, they have a little bit, but not a lot. But, you know, for me, it's like, I don't know, like, if that pressure would get to him or not, you know? So. I think the one thing that's good about Luka that a lot of people don't realize, or maybe they do realize it, but they don't talk about it, is that he had a lot of tournament success in Europe. Obviously, that's not equivalent to the NBA playoffs, but he's been in high-pressure situations since he was 16, 17 years old. So I feel like the playoffs won't be as big of a jump as it would be for someone like Zion. So I feel like that's something that we're really going to see in the playoffs. And I feel like that will take some of the weight off of Chris Stops and a lot of the guys, because a lot of our guys don't have serious playoff experience on this team. Yeah, that's. I was about to say, there's not really much playoff. I think Seth Curry probably is the most playoff experience yeah. besides JJ, but I don't want JJ. Yeah, on our team, so, yeah, <laughs> I think yeah, Seth probably think Seth has the most. Yeah, with Portland, so you know. <laughs> yeah, he was in the he was in the conference finals last year, and like so, I think that's really important too. Like guys like him who need to get hot. I think I think that can change everything. Like if Tim Hardaway, Chris Stops, and Seth can play the way they played in February, we can beat anybody. But I agree, we can hang with anybody. Yeah. So Isaac, do you think do you think the NBA comes back this season? And if it does, do you think we go straight to playoffs, or do we play a few games as like a regular season, like you know, end all? Like here you go. Like, what do you think? I mean, about a month ago, I thought the season was going to be canceled for sure after that uh, Brian Windhorst report. 
But then a lot of people came out against it. So I have a feeling that they really want to finish this season. So I think it will be finished, especially since they're already talking about pushing next season back to December. So yeah. <laughs> I think I mean, they... it will finish, but I don't know when. But I want to say one thing. If they don't finish, the Mavericks won the last game of the season. So we're the de facto champions. That's and all I want to say. Bobby is the league MVP. Yes, he is. Back. Yes. <laughs> if nothing else, <laughs> if nothing else, finals MVP. So the exactly. Entire... Oh, he was man. the best player in the final game. He was. You know, that's what it is. Like that's how that's all how that. it works, right? Like Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I mean when I saw that wind horse report, I immediately thought, Oh, we're gonna come back this season because literally anything that guy says is the opposite. Opposite. <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. We're going to play basketball again. See, you know, like, <laughs> see, Horse gets a lot of, lot of like, you know, bad. You get, gets, gets flamed a lot. And uh, from what I, like, you know, I knew that he was, like, LeBron's personal beat reporter. Yeah, he's LeBron. For, like, yeah. decades, you know? Like, so it's just, like, I mean. He can do it. He can say anything. Yeah. And he can go on any show and, and it'll go viral. He's not, like, he's not, like, a polarizing guy like Stephen A or, or, uh. Uh, what's his name? The other one, you know, the really loud one. That Skip, hates LeBron. Skip oh, Bayless, Skip Bayless. Okay. Yeah, Bayless. <laughs> he's, not like, he's not like those guys. He's he's like he he's very like formal. He gives you he gives you the gist, even though everything he says is probably wrong. He just like he lays it all out there. Uh, you know what, man? And uh, I don't know, man. Like, I want the NBA to come back. Like, so I want the NBA season to come back so bad. And I know, like, there's there's um. You know, we have to wait. We have to see kind of what happens with, yeah. like, people being right. smart about staying at home, you know? Which, yeah. we're all living in time. We're all living in the DFW, I think, right now. So, it's like, for us, it's like, you see, like, this, you know, you see people going out. It's like, oh, like, you probably should be doing that because I want to see Luca in the playoffs. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, exactly. like, if nothing exactly. else, you know, like. I want to see KP, like. Dude, that's that's what we talked about last time I was on. Um, was the matchup with the Clippers? Yeah, they have no answer for KP or Maxi. They don't have a. They have the two guys, three guys really that can play perimeter defense really well and, and switch. And obviously, Kawhi can guard anyone in the league. Paul George can pretty much guard anyone in the league. But it would still be interesting to see like, like a lineup with Luca, Hardaway, Curry, and. Switch out Maxi and Dorian all you want, and then KP at center. Like they, they really wouldn't have they would they wouldn't have enough bodies to guard everybody. And it, like Lou Will has to play that dude doesn't play defense. Yeah, and they, they don't have any they don't have any real depth as far as uh, perimeter defense. But they do have the best perimeter defender in the league. So sure, it bounces yeah. up. And it's funny because when you say that, like when you say that lineup, that's exactly the lineup that I'd want us to go in. You know, just like yeah, I, you know, I, I think Dorian. Yeah, Dorian start over Maxi yeah. against the Clippers. Yeah, but just who, I'm yeah. not. I mean, Dorian has played well enough the last year and a half to where he can. He's a starter. Like, there's no. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I don't care who is around him. He's a starter. All right. Let's see, Isaac. Let's see, um, do you have any questions for us? Do you uh, have anything you want to plug? Anything you want to say to whoever may be listening or anything like that? Um, I don't really have anything to plug. I just, you know, thanks for letting me come on. It was fun. I liked talking basketball. I always like talking basketball. So, hey, I do too. 
And you know what, what man? <laughs> and I mean, like, you know, honestly, man, like, I love doing this. This is more like a passion project for me and just like, you know, doing podcasts. Like, again, like, I'm not as analytical as you may be or Grant, you know, like for me, it's more just like, I like seeing guys put basketballs in hoops, you know, yeah. like, which, <laughs> right, is, right. which has been like my thing. And like, I like having people like you who may be a little more analytical about the sport who can kind of, you know, um, you know, kind of like, for me, it's more just like, Hey, I'm a fan, you know, for other people, maybe like, Hey, yeah. they're, they do, you know, they see it as like, here's what works. It doesn't work. Like, let's, figure out like it's almost like a puzzle you know for them you know it right. is a puzzle for me I, I it's i'm obsessed though that's the thing i'm obsessed with putting the pieces together i'm not i'm not like here to like like there's a discussion of it was like would you trade luca and dwight powell for 14 God, first round dude. picks and like nine second round no. picks i mean you do it <laughs> for nine i wouldn't but uh, that's my unreasonable side for 14 <laughs> first round picks we gotta discuss that. Later. We gotta discuss that I, yeah. later. We'll, we'll discuss it tomorrow. <laughs> but, but yeah, man, Isaac, I really appreciate you coming on, dude. Like, this has been really fun to do. Um, definitely gonna keep you on. I definitely want to have you on later on too, down the line. So, you know, we definitely awesome. appreciate you coming on, man. Yeah, for sure. Hopefully we all get to talk about basketball that we are currently watching together soon. Yeah, hopefully we'll be able to do that. Yeah. So anyway, guys, so that's it for today for all of us. Um, please stay safe out there. If this comes out while we're still technically in quarantine, please be safe. If not, no, I'm, safe, if not I'm hoping you're, I hope you're enjoying your day. So, yep. Bye, guys. <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye, guys. See you.